What is up, Journey family? Welcome to The Recap, where we sit down and we have a conversation about what we just talked about at church this past weekend. So I just want to say thank you so much for joining us. I'm sitting here with Pastor Daryl and Pastor Josh Hello, today. hello. What's up, what's up, what's up? So as we get started, the first thing I want to talk about is movies. So we're, we're not talking favorites because I don't know, sometimes favorite is a hard thing to do because a new, a new awesome movie comes out all the time. So, oh, you're good with favorites? Oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So we can, we'll, do, we'll do favorites, but then also won't box you in. You don't have to do favorites. Okay. So give me two movies and why those two movies are either your, in your top five or your favorites. Oh, gosh. Okay. Easy. Number one, uh, Tombstone. Oh. Yeah. I, I could watch that movie. Put it on repeat? And then put it right back on <laughs> repeat and, and watch it over and over and over. Okay. Yeah. So I got one. We just watched it. I don't know the name either. It's Red Something. It's Ryan Reynolds and The Rock. Yeah. And you're just going to giggle all the way through <laughs> it. It's just great. Absolutely great. Well, first off, anything with Will Ferrell, uh, Vince Vaughn. Um, let's I see. love Vince. Yeah. I love Vince. Let's see. Who else? Um, Will, Will can be a little strange. Yeah, uh, he can take it there. He can <laughs> he take can. it there. Just a little bit. Yeah, like, he can be weird. Yep, stepbrothers. <laughs> I mean, you know, but I can quote it all, guy. You know what I'm talking about? I can, I can put them quotes on you, son. So. <laughs> anything, uh, but Ryan Reynolds, anything that, that takes your mind off stuff, makes you laugh, I'm yes. in the game. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. You got one more? Wait, wait, what's yours? Mine? Oh, I like to ask questions. All right. <laughs> no, no, um, yeah, now yeah, you got to yeah. give an answer. Yeah, now i got to give an answer. Okay, so there's one movie called Arthur. Um, Russell Brand is in that movie, and it's absolutely wonderful. It's one of those ones that kind of like, as you get to the end, all of a sudden you're like, why am I feeling emotions right now? I was laughing I like the whole yeah. movie, and then all of a sudden now... It's a feel-good story. I and like that. I, like, I don't like scary stuff, so I like funny stuff. And so I just really lean more towards that. But I also the like the classic. Or like Remember the Titans. It's just such a wonderful movie. I could watch that one. If, if I'm saying two movies on repeat, Remember the Titans and Arthur. So I that's just all in your feels. Love it. Just Remember yeah. the Titans is a game changer. Did I steal yeah. one? Yeah, Did yeah, I, I steal mean, one? No, no. Game <laughs> Number two is a tie between A Few Good Men and Remember the Titans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, Again, repeat, boom, yeah. watch mm -hmm. it over and yep. over and over. I mean, if you're a dude, who doesn't who doesn't like Demi Moore? That's right. <laughs> I mean, That's right. Come on. Yeah. Come on. I know it's church news or whatever, you know, <laughs> recap and has nothing to do with it. And, and what we Past did, week's message. What we <laughs> like is our personality. She just yeah. got, it's just a great personality. Yeah, yeah. she does. Personality. Some great just personality. For Basically, it. you can't handle the truth that the strong side is the left side. Right? There we go. Yes. So we're in the middle of a series titled Unique, where we're talking about how every single person, every person watching this, all three, but every single person is made unique and in the image of God. And we're really just diving into that. Last week, we really just set the stage for this. And just from, from the get-go, um, in Psalms, it says, like, God knew us before we were even formed. That everything about us, his thoughts about us, is that, that's how special we are. But this week, we discussed that there's so many things that the world tries to tell us that we are. There's so many lies that we have to fight. And one I'd love to know from you guys, because uh, we talked about there's things that describe us in our lives. You're both pastors. You're both fathers. Um, you're both uh, husbands. Like, what, what things in your life that, um, how do you continue to keep that in front of yourself? Not the things that describe you, but what truly defines you. Because you, you guys never have any battles. There's never no, any struggles. No, yeah, no, yeah. No. Well, I don't struggle. I don't at know all. About you. Zero. No, it's just like I'm the example. But you can go. <laughs> I first. wake up 
and the first thing I do is grab my Bible. I That's mean. right. That's right. Well, I never put it down. It's just constantly, <laughs> constantly playing. So, but you go I, ahead. It's in sure. my vehicle. It's, you know, <laughs> I read while I drive. Where did that lightning bolt at? <laughs> but for me, it's, it's the, you know, for instance, when Kyler was born, it wasn't when he was 18 and I'm handing him the keys to the truck that, that changed my identity to a father. Okay. So it, it's at the moment that, that he's born, my identity changed and, and it didn't take, somebody didn't have to encourage me in fighting for him or, or providing for him. Okay. Same thing with, with, um, with, with life, your identity is going to change over time. Okay. And it's not like 18 years down the road, instantaneously salvation is instantaneous instantaneous maturity isn't i think that's where identity is is understand that you're saved absolutely 100 percent, and you didn't do a thing about that just right. like you didn't do anything to be born right you're god is the one that saves you You didn't do anything to be saved but the after effect once you are saved the maturity and in stepping into following christ that and being, yeah, yeah, yeah. being that, who he calls you to church be. Yeah. word right maturity yeah. Yeah. that hurts that's right no fun there's pain yes yeah yes and so the identity of, I've always said this, if you put your identity in anything other than Jesus, when you lose that thing, you lose your mind. Meaning my identity, I become insecure because I, I put my identity in stuff or people or places. And when the stuff is gone and the people leave and the places are no more, then I get insecure like Naomi, call me bitter. I'm mad. Why? Because of what I've lost. But when you understand I put my identity in Christ, then the confidence comes back that I can't lose that. I can lose everything else. But when my confidence is in the fact, God, you called me. He that started this will finish it. That's where, you know, I have to push myself back into it because I tend to lean away from it. Yeah. You know? mm -hmm. so. yeah, yeah. But if you've got, what, what would be number one for you? Because for, for me, it's just leaning back into when I want to, you know, uh, burn something down. Okay, God, this is who you called me to be. You know? so. One thing, man, that would be so hard for me, really. Um, I mean, outside of the spiritual answer of, you know, I, I know that my identity has to be in Christ. It has to be in my relationship with him. Because I talked about Sunday, all those things that describe us. You know, I, I'm a brother. I, I'm a husband. I, I'm a grandfather. You know, I, I'm a friend. I'm all these things. But if I allow the things that describe me to define me, then I, I could find myself in trouble. That's right. I think as a pastor, um, I think one of the greatest things I've learned is not to allow people to define me. Amen. Um, because when you pastor a church of a lot of people, everybody wants something different. Mm -hmm. And so you're always trying to keep everyone happy. Mm -hmm. And when you allow that to define you, it, it, it is miserable because there's no way to keep everyone happy. You can't keep everyone happy in your own household. That's right. That's right. right? One day your wife's not happy. The next day one of your children's not happy. One day your dog pisses on your foot. I mean. <laughs> he said it. <laughs> I did. Right On here. your foot. Yeah, on your foot or on your leg or whatever. <laughs> I mean, you, you cannot keep everyone happy. And yeah. when you as a pastor feel like, man, my people are, are what defines me. Mm. Like you are setting yourself up for failure. That's right. And you are going to crash and burn. That's right. And so I've learned 
I can't do that. That's right. And early on, I tried to. Yeah. Um, but it's impossible. That's right. And so I have to be defined by who I am as a pastor called by God. That's right. And knowing that as a leader, sometimes you have to make decisions that people will never like. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. One of the things that Kara said this past weekend was our greatest need is not new information. It's to be reminded of what we already know. She used uh, the story from The Lion King where Rafiki reminded Simba of who he was. Right. right. So look closer. Yeah, Man. look closer. Yeah. Right. You're, not, you're not out running around Hakuna Matata. Like you, right. you, you have a purpose, and it's bigger than where you're at right now. And it's okay if you cry there in Lion King. It's okay it's if okay. you cry there in Lion King. Over and over. <laughs> That's fine. There's another top ten for me, Lion King. Oh, yeah. Watched yeah. it with my girls growing up. That's right. Absolutely. Oh it's a good one. It's yeah. a good one. So as we know who our identity is, and like we're rooted in that, and we're learning how to continually to fight for that, um, we'll come up against opposition. Yeah. We'll come up against a fight and a battle. Um, one of the passages we talked about this weekend was 1 Corinthians 10, 13, where it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted more tempted beyond your ability but with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. Uh, yeah. We talked about that. The Holy Spirit of God empowers you to rise above temptation and out of it. Um, and Josh, you said that the enemy will often attack where he was last successful. Yes. Do you guys want to dive into that just a little bit? So my thing is this. It doesn't, it's not a new thing. It's like my dogs. I can give them treats, and they'll come running. Anytime, just give them treats. I don't care what they're doing. They could be um, running out <laughs> into the neighborhood. You want a treat? And they come running. Yeah, they'll come and I back. Think the same thing with, with the devil. It's the lust of the eye, lust of flesh, pride of life. It's the same thing over and over. It's the same um, um, if you're pulling lures out of a tackle box and or if you've got ammunition. It's the same ammunition over and over. And he'll tempt you with a treat. That's all it is. When God is saying, I've got the kitchen for you, you don't have to settle for treats. You don't have to settle for crumbs on the floor when I've got the meal on the table. But the idea is he uses the whatever he was successful with last, he's going to start there first, okay? Until you mature, salvation's instantaneous, but until you mature past that temptation, and then guess what? You're coming into a new one, because he'll, he'll try to hit you in different ways, and that's why it's so important, not just to sit back, sound spiritual, look spiritual, or be able to say certain things. It's to be able to have your people, your small group inside the journey that says, hey, <clears throat> I, I know I was talking about this struggle last week. By the way, praise God, I beat this one, you know, through the power of God, but now I've got a new one, okay? Yeah, and yeah. so pray with me through that, but it constantly, praying sometimes can feel like you're just staring at the carpet but um, and sometimes you're not going to get the feeling from prayer but when you begin to pray through with other believers and you bring whatever is in the darkness into the light there's healing there right and so it's constantly just knowing that there is no super Christian and there's no person that you're not the next Billy Graham Billy Graham struggled just like us so the idea is simply this whether it's Elijah Elisha Jesus Peter Paul it doesn't matter every single one of them struggled but they brought it to the table brought it into the light and said hey I got a new struggle <laughs> but you know what I'm saying so it's just being that transparent there's trust that's built there's community that's built and then there's healing that takes place yeah i love that um and i talked about sunday the enemy's been using the same three lies since the beginning um lust of the flesh lust of the eyes the pride of life um the same old lies he's just dressed it up in a different disguise and, and so to know, for me, when I read that scripture 
on Sunday, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, to know that God will always give us an escape route out of every temptation. Um, to me, that, that's chills on top of chills on yeah. top of chills. Like, wow. Because I, I've failed so many times. Yeah. I mean, I, I have stepped into stupid. I've dropped the ball. I've fumbled the ball. Um, I'm human just like everyone else. Deflated uh, the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Sat on the ball. I mean, whatever. Um, and, and But there's there's something about that verse that is it's comforting yeah, that's good. to know that I, I can escape from anything that's right. that the enemy throws at me. That's right. no, no matter what. That dad's still in control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. He's like, I got you. Yeah, yeah. There's a way you. out. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, Come on. I got you. <laughs> I got it. I love it. So as we wrapped up, uh, one of the things, Daryl, you discussed was um, what would it look like if we started speaking life over people? Mm. We do so much uh, just being against people, tearing other people down, just yeah. hating on people. What would it look like if we just started, uh, I think the word for it is gassing people up. If we just started let, encouraging people and letting them know, like. Yeah, I'll jump on this first and then yeah. kind of let Josh um, take over. Uh, I think we first have to talk about why people have to judge and oh, yeah. condemn and oh, yeah. hate. And I think it all goes back to a deflection of there's no security in their own identity yes. yeah. and there's a a could be a secret struggle or a sin in their life and so they're always going to look at someone else whose sin in their eyes looks worse yeah and so I, I have to make myself look better to those around me because i'm not secure in my identity mm -hmm. i'm struggling with my own insecurities right. and so that's how i react that's how I post. That's how I, I have conversations. That's why I gossip. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's the greatest deterrent to people coming to church. Yes. Because yes. so many people who claim to be a Christian, who claim to say, hey, I have a relationship with God. Yeah. They judge everyone. They condemn everyone. I mean, it's hate. I mean, it, it blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind how people even post about people. I yeah. mean, it's crazy. Well, it's like the the Bible says that the what's in the heart proceeds out the mouth. Yeah. Okay. And so Scripture also says um, the death and life is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. So you can tear your kid down, or you can build them up. Right. You can you can tear a ministry down in seconds. But it takes somebody to understand it's not about what if I'm tearing something else down, it's because of something that's torn down inside of me, something that's broken inside of me. So if you're when it says that, that it also goes on to say, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So mm -hmm. the power of death and life. So it, it, be careful what you speak because you're going to have to eat it. You know what I'm saying? Eventually it'll come back around. And the more healthy I am, the more the the less I attack other people. The more healthy I am, I don't I don't go and say that's them. They needed to hear this message. I'm over there like God. What was you saying to me? You know? And you yeah. begin to evaluate your own soul because it doesn't really matter how sexy you are, how cute you are, how popular, successful, how much money you have. If you're hateful on the inside, money only um, makes that wh whatever you are. It only enhances it. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that more healthy I am, the better off I am. 
I'm more I'm like Daniel who says he purposed in his heart I will not defy before I get to the temptation before I, uh, so I'm, I'm ready to cut somebody off in traffic and or talk about them online I have to go okay what's in me God heal that and when yeah. there's healing there that's a healthy soul and when there's a healthy soul you get I can, you can get around people long enough to know by the questions they ask or the people they condemn or the things that they um, say hey did you hear about so and so I can tell where somebody is and it only it, it doesn't make the other person look bad right it actually makes you look bad because there's something inside of you that's not right so when I'm right goodness gracious it may not mean the world is right or everything's going my way but there's a piece that I can't get at CVS that I can't find anywhere else you know so. yeah and, and the the power of life and death being in the tongue and in the words that we speak over people you know I think a really good example is, uh, let's just say, as parents, um, we have to be careful how we speak to our children. Uh, for example, you know, Kyler is in school. He lies to his teacher, and so they send a report back home, right, and says, hey, Kyler lied, was caught in a lie. Well, now you, as the parent, has an opportunity um, because as parents, sometimes we'll speak that over them. Like, you were a liar. You were a liar. No, you were, you were caught lying. That's right. That's right. You see the difference? That's so right. good. And that's, right. that's not who we are. That's right. That's right. As people. That's right. So that's not how we react to things, or that's not how we hide things, that's or right. whatever. That's right. And and so many people have been spoken over mm -hmm. you know and they walk around with trauma because when they look in the mirror that's what they see that's right you're ugly you're short you're a liar i mean the list goes on and on and on so you know as you made me think this like it's normal to lie right it takes yeah. courage to tell the truth right it takes courage to step into god's word it takes courage to be uh mature in it but it's normal all this stuff is normal the yeah. feelings are yeah. normal to lie to be to to you know uh take care of yourself and and, and self-preserve that that is all normal what is supernatural is when you go i, I did lie and i'm so sorry yeah. and god i want you to change caught. Yeah, yeah caught <laughs> that's right that's i right. mean you know yes guilty <laughs> Absolutely. So as we wrap up, uh, one thing we want to do is just uh, we just want to challenge every single person watching this. Uh, find two people this week before this weekend. Uh, church, all locations, 10 a.m. this weekend and online. But before we go into this weekend, find two people and encourage them. Find two people and just share something you see great about them, maybe yeah. something you see good in them. Uh, share with them something that God says they are, that they are chosen, yeah. that they are special. Let's, let's be a, yeah. a church and a people that shows God's love and shows Jesus to the world as we go out throughout our day. Yeah, tell someone, hey, I'm thankful for you. Yeah. I'm thankful for our friendship. I'm thankful um, for the way that you have impacted my life. I think so many times we wait until someone has passed. That's right. Yeah. And then we want to yeah. post how much that person meant to me. Tell them now while they're still alive and still breathing because you have no idea where they might be. It could be a, a dark season. It could be a bad day. So true. And call them up, text them, or post about them. Yeah. Yeah. My dad said, don't you send me flowers when I'm dead? Or He says, send me money now. <laughs> he says, send it to me while I'm alive. Well, we, we have no idea what other people may be walking through. You and that, that, no that person idea. that God placed on your heart, that word that he gave to you may be that very thing yeah. that God's using you to speak into that person. Yeah. 100%. 
So as we wrap up, hey, messages on the weekends, we put those on YouTube. Those are on our app and on podcasts. So make sure, hey, go back and listen to those because sometimes we just need that encouragement. I'm driving to work. Like, I need to be reminded that I'm unique, that God has given me what I need to get over that temptation or whatever I'm battling yeah. in my life. Yeah. And this weekend, we're excited. We're going to be talking about the fact that we're all made for more. We're unique. We have the identity. Uh, we're given the tools to fight it. But where do we go from here? Thank you, thank you so much for joining us, Journey Family. We'll see you this weekend at 10 a.m. at all locations.